So I had a dream last night, and I've been having recurring dreams where I have a third hedgehog. Oh. And his name is Frankie, and he can speak and understand English. Hmm. So, and he'll, like, exclusively sleep, like, all stretched out on his back. And I'll be like, good morning, Frankie. And he'll look at me and be like, good morning, Drewzy. <laughs> and it's like a series of dreams, so I don't know if this means something or not, but, um... Frankie's out there. Anyways. He's out there. He's he waiting. He's looking for me. Oh my god. That's terrifying, actually. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hot Podcast episode 28. <laughs> Thanks so much for your introduction, uh, Trucy. Yep. I That's One day I we'll do. meet Frankie. Um... <laughs> One day he'll join the podcast. He'll jo- we'll we'll get him on as a guest host, special guest, yeah. And, and he'll talk about his his uh all of his experience in the video game industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard out there for a hedgehog. It's true. I mean, he is an African pygmy hedgehog, so he is a hedgehog well, of color. Well, because because he's because he's from Africa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah th- thanks for that. Th- one. Thanks for that. Yeah, explanation there. Get it. <laughs> You know, I didn't until you started going off about it. It makes the joke that much funnier. <laughs> um, so I want to I want to address something real fast to to the class, if I could. Please, ding dong, bing bong. Uh, class is in session. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, gays and vays. Um, Ashley, <laughs> I know. I, I laughed for ten minutes. Sorry. Anyways. Um, Ashley's back for I guess this I'm episode, back. but like. Oh my god, how are you, sweetie? How have you been? Good. I'm chilling over in BC still. I'm enjoying that lake life. It's been great. I've been living outside and free and bare feet. It's glorious. So much better than the city during this COVID times. I I bet. I bet the air is so clean. Uh, Well, with all the forest fires, not (laughs) entirely. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked Trucy. I mean, it's still cleaner than Toronto, let's be real. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't have the city stink, it has the forest fire stink, so... Yum! Yeah, a little bit better. <laughs> it's not super bad where I specifically am, but there's definitely uh, certain days where it's smogged over, the sun is like bright orange from all the particles in the air and shit, so... You know, it is what it is. I haven't had to evacuate or anything like that, some interior BC has, so at least I'm better than that. I like that that's how you're basing this off. You're like, well, I haven't had to evacuate, so it's fine. You know you're at a lake, right? You know you're enjoying the beautiful <laughs> summer weather at a lake. It's good. I mean, like, because there's forest fires, like, around us, but not, like, near where I am specifically. It's not, like, the mountains are a bit further in. There's been a few that are, like, along the highway, which are definitely more of a risk because there's only one pass through. Like, if you wanted to, if I wanted to get back to my house and there's a forest fire in between... Like on the highway, you'd have to go like eight hours around just to get what the to fuck? where you want to be. Because there's you're through the mountains. <laughs> there's only one highway, so like if it's blocked off, you're stuck. I mean, if you have an ATV, you can go anywhere. That's all terrain. Well, <laughs> all terrain vehicle. That's what it stands for. <laughs> yeah, just just I mean, <laughs> ride it into the sky. Air is a terrain. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Perfect Not- fix. Not even the sky's the Done. limit. I mean, some people get around with the the logging roads, like the back trails and stuff, but that's kind of a risk during forest fires. So <laughs> I like that you're um I like that you're describing it as like 
I there's like fires like burning all around me, but they're not like right here burning, so it's actually pretty fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of how it works though. Like, <laughs> holy shit! You know, like my neighbor's house is on fire, but I'm okay, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> Oh my yeah, fucking exactly. god. <laughs> yeah, interior BC is much worse than I am, so. It's, how, is it like, is it super hot there? Because it's like 30 degrees here now every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been like that here too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Shit insane. sucks, man. Wait, Our planet is dying. But if you buy your produce locally, then you can help reduce your carbon footprint. Yeah, but I don't know how much it helps when 70% of carbon emissions are factories and industrial living. Yeah, it's like a uh, global warming tip. Don't dump 80% of your oil into the ocean. Right? Easy. <laughs> you can do this at home, too. We should, <laughs> eat the, we should eat the rich. Now you can absolutely yeah. locally source your meat. Eat the rich. <laughs> Find the people that are doing the factory stuff. Dispose of them. <laughs> You know, however your mama taught you how. I mean, my dad did teach me how to fillet a fish, so I'm saying. Exactly. Mm. I mean, always gotta clean the meat, and you know, just... <laughs> yeah. Yum yum. Don't forget your seasonings. A little bit of cilantro goes a long way. Ashley, what's been going on with you? In, aside from, like, um, the BC stuff. Fresh. I've been playing fresh? Spirit Fair, which is such a cute game. I oh fuck love yeah it so much yeah so it's made that by great. Uh, Thunder Lotus Games and it's a it's a little cozy management game about dying oh <laughs> which it seems the opposite but you you have a little it's boat so good and you have like care for spirits and you like make stuff for them and like grant their final wishes and then you send them off into the 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 next way and it's so cute and. So you're just like, you're fishing, and you're crafting food, and you're getting materials, and you build little houses for everyone. And then eventually you got all their stuff done, they're like, no, it's time for me to go. And then you, you bring them to the door and set them free, and it's so cute. I love it so much. Yeah, oh. you hug them. You and you hug, hug everyone, them. And like, so they're all like, once you come on board, they're all different little animals, like a deer and a, a frog and a bird. And they're just, they're all so cute, and they all have different personalities, and they like like different foods, and... And when, like, you hug them too much, they're like, no, thank you. Like, they actually like, not right now. <laughs> it's just, it's so cute. I love it. And you have, like, a little cat that runs with you everywhere. And it's, it's wholesome so and adorable. Cute. Yeah. And, and your hat is a star. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the animations on this, too, are so good. They're so smooth and fluid. They're just so adorable. I love it so much. Jesus. This looks so cute. I might have to... I, I I played this multiplayer with Louise, and if you connect <gasps> another Joy-Con, you that. play as the cat. That's so cute. Yeah, so I I was jumping Aww. around, helping out, doing the cat thing, doing cat things, yeah, being a cat. It's great. It's I I like that it like, I like that it's a game about like, mm -mm. Ma like maybe mm -hmm. death isn't so scary. Yeah, it's super cute. You just It's nice. It's pleasant. Seven. Yeah, playing the shit out of that. I'm also excited for a new game coming up called uh uh Boyfriend Dungeons, I think. <gasps> it's out, it's, it's out. Yeah, Boyfriend Dungeon is out. Oh, like um. two days ago or something as of this recording. 
And like mm-hmm. I've been following the development of this for a while, I'm like, this seems like it'll be a fun game. Me so too. once I'm done with Spiritfair, this is gonna be the next game I jump on. Which it's essentially about uh, fighting around, and your weapons turn into your boyfriends, and that you date them. So like, mm-hmm. what could be more fun than that? I can't wait to put my <laughs> penis inside of the axe. <sighs> there it is. There she is. This is what I waited weeks for, says Ashley. I love and cherish this friendship. First name Ashley, last name Bashley. <laughs> you, th- you think if, like, if, if Ashley was, like, a comic book character and, like, her power was, like, to become huge and, like, the Hulk, do you think her, like, like, her first name and last name would obviously be Ashley Bashley? But then she'd be, like, but then when she does her big, her, her big smash, she goes, Ashley Bashley does a smashly. <laughs> I love how this is still funny, even though this has been brought up for years. <laughs> yeah, it's like the fifth, like the billionth time I've ever done this. And you're like, Haha, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, <clears throat> I'm gonna like get married like in ten years or something, and I'm just gonna say like Narn Toad, <laughs> got him, and you're gonna like, you're gonna be on the floor just absolutely okay. demolished. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Ashley, this is the millionth time I've said this. So why are you laughing so hard? And she'll just be like, like literally unconscious from like from from loss of air. I like the idea that you're putting uh, old in jokes in, in your fucking wedding vows. <laughs> like Louise is gonna be standing there. They are gonna be dressed to the nines, gorgeous, beautiful, and just like holding your hand, staring into your eyes, wearing a cute little dress. And then you start making jokes to the people in the audience, and they just have to look you in the face and like keep a smile and, and like, be like, "Why don't do this? Please, not now! Don't do this!" Amazing, actually. <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> and then I. Good topic to... today. Yeah, we're starting off strong. Oh yeah, because we're gonna get real sad real fast. Well, I mean. I mean, we are a video game news coverage podcast, contrary and, to popular belief. I mean, listen, all I gotta say is that video game news lately has been disappointing. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. Surprisingly, to our audience, we do talk outside of the podcast. What? I, Since I, when? <laughs> Am I a part of this in real life? Holy I shit. Was, I had a job interview in the games industry, and I started oh my, my interview with, like, I'm gonna be real. I'm gay and I'm trans. So, like, frankly, whenever I enter any of these, I'm scared for my life. Anyways, among recent news, what are your thoughts on women's rights? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's insane that that has to be still stated these days. Like, can we not evolve just a little bit, please? No, Ashley. Ashley, you fool. We're talking about capital G gamers here. (laughs) The capital G stands for guy energy. <laughs> I was gonna say gay, and then I was like, I wish that was true. I wish. I really crazy. wish. Christy, I thought you were gonna talk about that um, not interview that you had. You know, the phone call in the middle of a fucking back alley. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. Okay. Alright. <sighs> Alright. That was the, like the most dumpster fire. That was the most dumpster fire anything. I've I've experienced in a while, and every dumpster fire in my life is always related to the game industry in some way. <laughs> it's um, I 
I applied for a company who I will not name because Jesus fucking Christ. And they were looking for like a like a pay by animation, like work for like VR game. And I'm like, cool, I can animate like a fucking squirrel. No problem. And I applied with my resume and my portfolio. You know, the things that an animator should apply with. As you do, yeah. yeah. Basic request. Stand up. <laughs> and then I got, with no noti- with no prior notification, a, a call at 3 p.m. And I was busy at the time, so he left a voicemail. And the voicemail proceeded to describe every facet about the uh, the game. And I'm like cool uh do you know what email is and he asked me to (laughs) to call again after 6 p.m so i did at 8 p.m and then and the call was outside walking on like a main street so there's a bunch of noise everywhere Mm. shitty signal and then he proceeded to ask me if I had a portfolio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, do you have any, like, do you have your work for me to see? And I'm like, yes, it's in the application that I sent you. Yeah, I gave this to why you are already. You, why are you calling me? What is, what is this? <laughs> like, so, how did you get my number? Did you read the resume? With it exactly. was a portfolio. Hello. Ex- exactly. Like, you looked at my resume. You, you passed by the link to all of my work you know the thing that you're hiring me for and then you called me on the fucking phone what year is this okay, you why think are you doing first for real yeah like you know to know that my style is what you're looking for a pro tip to any people who want to hire like animators for their games mm-hmm. look at their work first bud <laughs> Jesus fucking Hot tips Christ. here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't... Like, ob- obviously this guy's new. Like, because you wouldn't be doing that. But, like, give but me a they, break, man. Why would they be letting a new guy hire talent? That seems so... And, like, sorry, to do it without supervision. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think this guy is new. I think alley. in a in a back alley. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. I don't think this guy was new. I think that that place is kind of just a shit show, honey. Yeah. So, um, oh, the the, the chair the cherry on top though was when he asked me. It was like, all right, you're gonna need to rig and animate. And I looked at the application and I'm like, buddy, this just says as animation. You gotta review your you gotta review your application, bud. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, okay, like, well, like, do you know any riggers? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right Jesus now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> are you, are, are, you've, you've got to be tickling my nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insane. Absolutely insane. You didn't, you didn't read the fine print of that job application, Trusty? It said, also help us hire additional employees. Hello. <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not your HR, man. So I'm just a I'm just a I'm just a silly bitch. You're just a young girl with big bright eyes hoping for something in the game industry for some fucking reason. I hate just the game a small industry. town girl. 
Just a small town girl living in a living. lonely world. So true, see. Anything else yes. happen in your week, or um, or uh, aside from being disappointed by the game quote industry? unquote industry professionals? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I played Near Reincarnation, mm. the the new Near game by Yoko Taro. Mm. Much like the rest of the Near series, it is a game that is comprised entirely of stories that make you really, really sad. That's what I like to hear. Hell yeah. I pay this man to make me feel bad. As one and does. And boy, does he do it well. <laughs> I, pre- I pre-ordered it because I like Nier. It's one of my favorite series. I-, I-, I played it on my iPad because it has beautiful 3D visuals, and I wanted to check that out. The game runs like shit on my iPad, but it works fine <laughs> on my Google Pixel. What? Oh, interesting. Hmm. I huh? know, right? <laughs> now, I my the next logical step was... All right. Well, you know, if there's a kind of, if there's a little bit of lag, it's fine. I have a lot of like art and files and stuff on my on my tablet. It's it's fine. So I go into the I go into the options and oh, oh, another hot tip for aspiring game developers: mm-hmm. uh, don't do this. Mm. I I I opened the game settings and I went to lower the graphical resolution from high to medium. Mm. And upon pressing OK, mm-hmm. the game started to run at half the frame rate. What? <laughs> and Jesus. Every, and everything started to chug. If if you have it on any other graphic setting that isn't the, the default that the game recommends to you, it just runs at like 10 FPS. And I'm like, this is not how you do it, man. Gotta love those medium to low settings that destroy your game. I'm like, this is the opposite of what it's supposed to do, my guy. Do you have QA? <laughs> and like or do you listen to them <laughs> any feedback at all and i played rivals of ether again and that game is still good still my favorite game Hell yeah still got the furries that hit each other <laughs> and it's like a it's like a smash kind of game so it's like a it's like a game where you hit the people off of the stage and i started right. playing as eliana which is a snake who is in the Air Clan, and you'd think, why is she in the Air Clan? She can't fly. And the answer is, because she made a steampunk mech to fly. Hell, that's so awesome. Oh my <laughs> so God. she is she is a snack in a mech. A snack in a mech! <laughs> and her entire deal is using steam, which is like, that's a, that's a triple heck yeah for me. I mean, it is my favorite engine. Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'll see myself out. Sorry, continue to see. Rivals, still good. Still has a tiny, tiny player base. So play that game if you like games. Like in general. <laughs> it's, good advertising. Like, it's so fucking good. Like, there's nothing bad about this game. <laughs> it's the best fighting game I've ever played. And it still is. What the um what the dev team did is it's it started on like steam so they have the steam workshop and they give they give like you the tools to basically make stages to make music to make characters in the game so it's like if you want chris from delta rune he's there someone made him and he plays really good so if if you don't want to play as whatever original character bullshit furry nonsense you can play as other furries from other ips 
That's really sweet. Yeah, or people's original characters. And what the uh, what the team did during one of their big announcement dreams is they looked at like the best, most popular uh, fan-made characters, and they basically reached out to those creators, and they're like, "Hey, we want to put your game. We're your, we want to put your character like in the game, like as an official character in the roster." Oh, so, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So people made like fans made like OCs in the Rivals of Ether universe, oh, and sure. they're like, "Hey, we're gonna work with you because this is cool," and there are four characters that are in, and one of which is Molo, who is a bee. Mm. Who throws bombs? Nice. Amazing. And, and um, Molo's gimmick is that you can switch to different kinds of bombs. Like there's a flashbang that stuns the enemy. There's like a big cherry bomb that does big damage. There's a stick of dynamite that does like continuous hits. And I was playing as Molo, and there's there are pallets that the creator codes in. And two of those palettes are called trans rights and NB rights, and that's a triple heck yeah for me. Yeah. Th oh my god, that's awesome. Like they're just straight up called that. And I'm like, oh, d the trans. What? Hello. The whole trans. Wow. And NBs, which is good because it's a B, so like the color. I like that. I like that oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the the oh. pun there. Very good. Aside from being like a very well-made video game. They're also reaching out to creators and just putting their characters in. That's that's so rad, man. I want to I want to make a rivals character now. Time to do it. Anyways, Maggie, <laughs> how's your week been? <laughs> uh, it's been pretty good. It's a uh, it's not nothing nothing huge, nothing extravagant, nothing really important. Um. Well, then how do you know they're not important, you stupid bitch? <laughs> the support uh, we need. Well. Hey, I'll only call my best friend stupid bitches. Um, I love both of you, by the way. In case you didn't know, but I did want to say, <laughs> I don't know if you, if I don't know if you y'all know this, but just just for the sake of the listeners, um, I I am in charge of editing the podcast, so if it doesn't go out a week, it's fully my fault. I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> Big oops. For the past couple of weeks, I've been really bad at uh, putting them out. Uh, we are back on schedule now and i'm really apologetic about the whole thing i just want to 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 to, 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 to say that because i feel guilty even if no one in this chat holds me responsible or any of our viewers or listeners do either i just i just needed to extend my apology because i am sorry we don't forgive you oh good okay good <laughs> how dare you maggie podcast well. that i haven't been on for several weeks and you're dropping the ball on I can't believe it. <laughs> you want to hear something absolutely devastating? Literally, as I was looking at the clock Friday at 6pm going, wow, I don't have an episode to post because I'm a fucking useless piece of shit, my immediate follow-up response was, nobody listens to this podcast anyways, so it's fine. And I don't mean <laughs> our listeners, because we have lovely listeners who do listen to this podcast, thank you. Yeah, I'm you at the that. people <laughs> on this podcast. Don't fucking listen. <laughs> That's not Sorry. true. I listen to the podcast. Me, me too. <laughs> That's a blatant lie. I just, I just wanted to, just wanted to express that. So, um, I, I am apologetic. I am sorry. I, I will be better. I'm docking your pay. <laughs> no, you live. <laughs> I've got a wife. Um, Calvin. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. 
Calvin is the best wife. Uh, I'm a better wife than Calvin is. I'm sorry. Like, I don't don't get me oh, wrong. Okay, well, I right. I adore him, but 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 I'm 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 a, I'm a much better wife. Hear that, Calvin? Valid. <laughs> Enemy of the podcast. Enemy of the podcast. <laughs> 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 He's like our most avid supporter. I know. So it's... Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love him. I'm very blessed. Calvin, very you're, blessed you're all right. That's our slogan for the podcast is Calvin, you're all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. really good. Anywho, Maggie, driving test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Ontario, if you, are, if you are trying to get a driving test, good fucking luck, fam. Because they have been fully booked for the next like up until may in pretty much every city from here to sudbury which is a 10-hour drive up north so like fucking rip um and i found out that people are scalping driver's tests what yeah you get people like companies or websites or whatever and they'll like go in and they'll buy in bulk driver's test appointments and then when you, as, you know, Joe Schmo in your basement, can't seem to sit around on the fucking website for the rest of your fucking life. Oh my god. You, like, pay a website and it'll be like, hey, when we find an availability, we'll contact you and we'll book it. Just give us the times that work for you. But they have already purchased these tests. So when you say, I need this, you're basically paying an additional finder's fee to this third party to give you the driver's test that you then have to pay for anyways. Anyways. Wow. What I learned... the fuck? Is this the PS5 guys? Are they back at it? <laughs> <laughs> Are they expanding their scope? Um, I don't even know, dude. I just... It, like, I... <sighs> lost my goddamn mind. Like, how are you gonna scalp a driver's test? Yeah, right? What? Same. Like, I mean, of it all makes the sense there's such a demand for, like, I... everyone backed up from COVID trying to get one, but, like, goddamn. Right? Like, it's fucking wild. Wild. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it'll figure itself out, but, like, driver's tests, G2s, and Gs, are backed up uh, until like May of next year, so uh, don't don't get your, don't get your licenses now if you can afford not to. That's a pro tip from Maggie. Uh, well, that's me. Hot hot cast. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like you always you always lose your shit whenever I fuck with the name of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> because I just I'm never expecting it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it's like welcome back to the fucking impotence cast. <laughs> Awesome. Anything else with your uh, week, Maggie? <laughs> no, that's it. That's that's been my week. <laughs> we're a news podcast, right? So we're gonna talk about news now. Yeah. Let's hit it up. Here's the chef's choice recommendation. Oh. <laughs> where we basically just fucking suggest things that are cool that you can look at. Bomb Rush Cyber Funk Ooh. by Team Reptile. Jesus fucking Christ. It's inspired by Jet Set Radio. It looks like Jet Set Radio. It's got the hard lines and the good-ass chunky 3D models. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know about Jet Set Radio, uh, you should. Uh, Jet Set Radio is a game where you rollerblade 
all around the city and paint graffiti everywhere while running away from the cops who are trying to put you down. Mm. Very good. And you're doing this to the the hippest, hoppest music. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the same thing. Yeah, in Bomb Rush, Cyberfunk players will grind rails, paint, and avoid the law in an effort to become an all-city king. Wow. Amazing. I love it. Oh, the game soundtrack mm. will feature new tunes from Hideki Naganuma. What? Who is the guy who did Jet Set Radio. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Sega Rally and Yakuza music. This is the same team that did Lethal League. Oh, shit. Wait, hold up. Yeah, that's awesome. I love Fucking... Lethal League. Yeah, Lethal League was already very, like, this is Jet Set Radio. Like, straight up. Right? So, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, Team Rept. I'm gonna get- I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the shit out of this game. Hell yeah. We love hip-hop. We do. We love hip-hop in this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, Team Reptile. Continuing to kill it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a, and what a fucking name. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk? It's good. That's <laughs> yeah. like a solid, <laughs> very solid good. name. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? That's like a name I would come up with. <laughs> uh, Yacht Club Games is coming out with Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Very good. On Nintendo Switch this winter. It is a adaptation of Shovel Knight where it looks like a little little Tetris kind of RPG deal. You play as the boy. Oh Jesus, this looks like a Oh, I'm a I'm a bitch for puzzles. Oh, for puzzle games. <laughs> Fair. Puzzle Fair. games are are great and hmm. this looks very um this looks so cute. I love seeing Yacht Club's new games because they're just continuing to evolve and add more um, add more layers to the NES art style that they made in Shovel Knight. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love like I love that shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get the cute. heck out of this game. Shovel Knight's good. Shovel, Shovel Knight is a quality game, like a solid Shovel story, is... fun gameplay. So, you know Shovel Knight has a gender swap mode, right? No. Okay, well, it's called Body Swap. Originally called Gender Swap. And hmm. it basically lets you choose the gender of the main characters. Oh, that's and cute. And it's on their website. It's a blog post called Designing Body Swap. Um, they basically go into, like, their design inspirations from, like, obviously from Mega Man characters. Mm. Right. And they didn't want to just, like cop out and be like shovel knight but with tits because a lot of a lot of people do that yep, yep <laughs> and yep, it's really yep. boring and when they made body swap as like a they made it so there's different like totally new designs like they took the core concept of the character design and actually put thought into <laughs> how to properly like communicate the the design while still having like a unique look like mm-hmm. and they go into king knight they go into shovel knight shield knight black knight and they like and they and they totally redesign them and you can also choose the pronouns for them so you can have like the male body with like female pronouns mm-hmm. and it's, oh that's great that, that's a, that's a heck yeah that's a heck yeah for Hell me yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's really so, sweet i didn't know that at all 
Yeah, so you can have like oh. female Shovel Knight and male Shield Knight, and yeah, uh, definitely read that, cause that's a, that's a heck yeah. Just mm. just just in case people didn't know that Shovel Knight is cool, uh, Shovel Knight's heckin' cool, <laughs> heckin' rad. Hot Podcast approved Shovel Knight. Who the fuck? Hot Podcast does approve of Shovel Knight. <laughs> Chucklefish. Is publishing another heckin' winner, it looks like. Called Eastward, coming to Switch in September. From Shanghai developer Pixpill. It was shown on at Wednesday's Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Yeah. This game takes place in a fantasy world where society is on the brink of collapse and the population is declining. The player assumes the role of protagonists John and Sam. The world is plagued by a toxic miasma and humanity has fled underground. John and Sam, a miner and a mysterious young girl with a frying pan and kinetic powers, respectively, <laughs> okay. decide to see what has happened to the world outside of the underground sanctuaries and set out on a road trip across the rails. That's incredibly earthbound of you. <laughs> it looks really cute. It looks so adorable, doesn't it? Yeah. That is damn good pixel work. I expect yeah, nothing less. Cause Stardew Valley was quality, but like. Yeah, they're they're really like, it's like Devolver in that they're yeah really setting their uh <laughs> they have a very clear aesthetic and style that they want right to have in all of their games. Like Devolver is like you, if Devolver is publishing a game, you know what it's gonna look like. Oh yeah. And now Jugglefish with like Stardew and Wargroove and now this. It's, like, mm -mm. it's soft. But it's good. They know what they want. And I appreciate that. I I appreciate a person who knows what they want. Soft and good. Those are two flavors I can get behind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. The best. Just adding on to the to the quicks the quicks of the recommendations, the the chef's recommendations. Um some more games coming out this month are Road 96, which is a story-based uh, narrative with interpersonal branches and road trip aesthetic. Uh, it was announced a while ago, but it looks gorgeous. I think we talked about it before on the podcast, but it looks really, really good. I'm very excited for it. Um, just a story about making your way through life and experiencing... Oh, this looks, this looks awesome. Right? So I'm really excited to see where the narrative takes because it looks like it's going to be like a deep, introspective sort of storyline. Bunch of new people, bunch of new sceneries. Very, very excited about it. Um, I hope it's um. I hope it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I also hope that it's entertaining. I assume like, it will be. I like character studies a lot, though. Yeah, I. Uh, have any of you played Firewatch? Uh, no, no, no. But I know of it. Yeah. It it is the reason I am apprehensive of every like walking simulator game because it's oh. just it was fucking boring as shit. Oh rip! It was so boring, dude. Mm. It was so bad. Well, I mean, but, hopefully, so... hopefully there's more to this than just the walking simulator because I I too am not a fan of those. Yeah, procedurally generated storyline. So that's gonna be uh, interesting. Mm. Well, we'll mm. see. We'll see where it hits. But I was excited about it because I've been I've been hearing about it for a little while. Um, the next game, I don't have much to say about it, but I'll tell you right now, it's called Yuoni. 
and uh, comes out August 19th. It is a horror game set in uh, Japanese settings, and you play as a grade schooler in this like really arbitrary game of hide-and-seek with a series of horrible monsters, and you basically just have to like run and hide, and it's basically just like a little jump scare factory, you know, like the ones where you just keep continuing through the rooms, and there doesn't right. seem to be a plot, it's just run. So, uh, that's all this is, but I'm, I'm well, excited for a good horror game. Yeah, the graphics and the actual like pacing look really good in the trailer, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one is the one I'm most excited about, because uh, after I looked at the trailer, it reminded me of, like, Dark Cloud. And, like, oh, I fucking wow. love that. Oh, wow. What? Game. Sorry, so this last game is called called Baldo the Guardian Owls. My bad. And I don't like owls. You know how I, you know how I feel. But... <laughs> It's like this Ghibli-inspired art style that's oh, done, yeah, right. And it's done in like this really cute open-world adventure game. But just the, um, just the creatures and like the magical aspect is very like whimsical and lighthearted. The premise of this is that um, you play as this pure-hearted child who is trying to like fulfill his prophecy. But it looks fucking gorgeous, like open-world, bright colors. Um, yeah, no, like, huge, beautiful setting, and, like, really, really, like, magical built-in, so if it plays the way I hope it does, then I'm gonna fucking love it nearly as much as Dark Cloud, but we'll have to see. This is definitely a Ghibli Zelda game. Yeah. Right? Looks what? very good. <laughs> very excited for that. Let's see how Nap's team does. Uh, but but that's is. that's it for my 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 chef recommendation. Ashley, you have news? Got some news coming up. The hashtag is going around on Twitter again of Game Dev Paid Me. So it's everybody on Twitter um, just posting their salaries of what they've been paid for the past few years. Or like most people are also saying like what year it was and like when they got it, what part of the game they're in. And it's just a bunch of people just like exposing what they've been paid. So everyone just has, like, an open view of, like, and can compare so there's no, like, people can be like, no, this person's getting paid this much, why am I not also getting paid that much? Mm -mm. And Because they're white. <sighs> yep, that, that's the thing. <laughs> but also, um, Eva Carr, E-V-V-A-K-A-R-R, -R, um, they have created a document where in 2020 people wrote in their, like, put all this information into like a graph chart so you can see like all the animators for say because I'm an animator you can see like where they worked um like what the pay was like mm -hmm. how long you've been there like it says like are you white like are you queer like it just goes down lists so you can compare it to like other people mm -hmm. um the 2020 version of this is now closed so you can see compare but they've also started up a new 2021 so you can always just re-enter your thing like if you've gotten pay raise or if you change jobs you can like still put that in there like what you're currently making and for the 2020 version um 822 people worldwide uh filled in this chart specifically hmm. um the top earner was a creative deck director making 1.05 million dollars what a year Whoa. uh i'm not sure that's just what the top stat was but the fuck um Engineers contributed the most data, and out of everyone who compared, 72% were white, 13% Asian, 4% Latinx, and lower and lower on percentages. 
yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that, it's out yeah, there. That, it's <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But that sounds it's about good what I to see that this is kind of like it's opening up. People can actually compare themselves, put in data, like see where they stand compared to their peers, and just yeah. So yeah. it's it's happening on Twitter, and there's a a thing in it. Most people were paid like uh 40k and over a year. There was mm. definitely some people who were much needed pay raise. Most of them are QA assistants. Of course they yeah. are. Yeah, 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 they were all in like twenty to thirty. I'm like, no, pay your game testers. Like they deserve of so much they more. Are. Your Holy game shit, would yeah. be shit without them. And yeah, so that's out there. I'll link to uh, Eva's tweet so you can um, get access to the. The, the documents and see and also you can click on the, the game dev paid me hashtag and just go through what people are currently saying about things but mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's good to hear everyone's salary and stuff so it's not like kept super hush so mm -hmm. that's I mean that's good at least for being less um protective about it yeah, yeah. my other piece of news is the hate raids on twitch mm -hmm. and yeah, which is absolutely insane. Apparently, they have been doing absolutely nothing about it for so long, but now they have pledged to do more. <laughs> Thank you, Twitch, for doing <laughs> more. Like, very specific on what you are going to do. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, a quote is like, you're asking us to do better, and we know we need to do more to address these issues. Like, yes, then get on it. <laughs> But it says, earlier this year, the streaming site released its first global transparency report, which showed less than 15% of user reports led to enforced action, and it showed that only 2% of reports against hateful conduct and harassment forms were acted upon. So even if you did report it, you got 2% chance of things to actually be done if you're being harassed. So... Yay. That's a number I can put my faith in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I used to be so blissfully unaware me playing my individual solo Pokemons, hmm. and then I come into the game <laughs> dev industry and it's like, yeah, we're fucking terrible people. I'm like, good to know. Are you kidding? Oh, are you kidding me? Capital G Gamer. But hopefully <laughs> Twitch actually does a little bit more on this. That'd be great. That'd be great. I would like to know what they're doing, but I mean... Beggars can't be choosers, am I? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my basic news for me. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bring up Blizzard. I've got, a, I've got a yeah, on, yeah. Let's it's actually a great, it's actually a great segue because we were just talking about uh, QA pay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, so Activision Blizzard trash garbage. We already knew this. Well, yes. With this article coming out of Kotaku, one of the uh, the wonderful journalists uh off the website did a bunch of like random mini interviews reached out got a bunch of different um statements from qa testers at activision blizzard well the 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 fucking findings are shocking because are they uh well okay they're <laughs> <laughs> they're not shocking but i wish they were <laughs> okay oh video so games. qa testers um between a bunch of different uh, individuals. The consensus was that 
QA testing, you'll get paid hourly rates between $14 to $17, but they don't really vary past that. Now, that's not the worst thing in the world, but for an industry job, you do kind of want to go in with a little bit more of an hour. I'm not going to fight anybody if this is like your dream job and you're really desperate to get in the field. But most QA testers who were being uh, interviewed basically had a weird sense of finality and defeatism. Like the actual article goes off to say that like everybody they talked to sounded like they were just sort of happy to have the job they had because of how oh, yeah. replaceable they felt. And this replaceability yeah. comes from the idea that QAs, again, starting salary from $14 to $17 an hour, but they are contract workers. Um, the article goes off about like how contract work makes up the majority of QA test positions. Right. So with contract work, you don't have the same benefits as full-timers or... Um... Permanent positions, you mean? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So there's no safety nets, there's no benefits, they don't even get paid sick time during a fucking yep. pandemic. Um, yeah. Because there's no federal law in America for it. It's very, I don't think there's a federal law in Canada about sick paid days. Anyways. Nope, there aren't. Perfect. I love to that's, hear it. That's why there were, that's why there were like protests about like healthcare workers not getting. Yeah. You're right. I do remember You know, that. during a pandemic. Oh, so much has happened during this pandemic. Uh, yeah. I don't remember every protest, but... You're right. You're absolutely correct. So yeah, there's no no paid time off, no sick days, no um, you know like dental, no uh, health insurance. On top of being forced to work, and get this, they have forty hour work weeks on paper, but people at like at QA positions in Blizzard Activision have come out to say that they are expected to be there anywhere from 60 hours a week to 70. It's absolutely wild. And most people yeah. reported from these positions as QA testers that they barely make a livable wage. Yeah. Which is like, do better, Blizzard, because QA is such an integral part of your fucking company. You would think that you would pay them well enough that they could make a livable wage. Also, sorry, this is the last part about the actual uh, QA specific positions but most of the overtime that goes past 40 hours a week is voluntary but it's quote-unquote voluntary oh yeah yeah sorry quote-unquote voluntary <laughs> but the idea is that that's the case and in some instances they're not paid for overtime work so you might be there for 70 hours a week but you're not getting paid for 70 hours a week. it's like it's your you're expected to do more than what you're stated and if not like well we don't need to hire you because another qa will come along it's like no just pay your people just pay like your fucking people it's that easy right and sorry this is the second part of the article that same article by the way uh this was a fun thing that i found out about the qa department in uh activision blizzard is that um you're forced to use a bunch of different programs throughout the actual company they're just like it's whatever, like Slack or like actual programs that you use, but you have an identification in it. And most identifications are names that you set up for yourself. However, Activision Blizzard has a terrible reputation in the QA department of having their programs just reset people's names to their legal names. Oh dear God, what that, the fuck? That's yeah, garbage. it's super garbage. So this was the thing that they were talking about in the article where these programs like just will reset your shit and the thing about it is that it's not like a quick oh fuck let me just re like you know reassign my name properly what the fuck 
it's like you have to jump through hurdles to get these settings fixed by going oh up to God. like higher ups or contacting HR. And in some cases, these things took like three to four months to hear back about. Imagine not being able to use your fucking name after reaching out. The only response that they seem to be getting is, oh, we're looking into it to try and solve this problem. But it's been happening for over yeah. a year based off some accounts. Like, Jesus Christ. But like over a year. Yeah, my god. Holy like, shit. Even if you, like, you should, you know this is happening, you know the problem, you should realize, oh, it's happened, let's fix it, like, let's put the name back in, and, like, yeah, still look for the reason why this is happening, but also fix it in the meantime, like, it's easy enough, like, you don't just ghost someone for four months. You know how many people work in fucking Activision Blizzard's HR? I understand they're probably going through fucking mounds and mounds of paperwork because of all of the absolute atrocity that is allowed to happen in a fucking company. But that being said, answer your emails. Holy shit. Yeah, my god. Yeah. And it's like, it kills me because there were, in like, in the article, there's uh, an individual named Billy. And they have, like, repeatedly asked for something along the lines of, like, diversity, equity, and inclusion training. But right. Blizzard's response to it every single time is like, well, when you join it, you have to go through these trainings. You have to get uh, trained on our code of conduct. You have to um, reaffirm it annually, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And there's also all of these additional, like, just um, voluntary resources that you can... Uh, are that you can access at any time that right. we provide you but the issue is that if there is no repercussion for oh, yeah yeah these actions then like nobody's gonna fucking take them seriously and what's more is if you already don't have the mindset for inclusivity or you're a fucking bigot for whatever reason obviously these fucking losers aren't gonna go out and seek the things and there's no repercussions for their actions for them to yeah. be intolerant like nothing is gonna fucking change yeah, that's absolutely wild. Like, y you have to have these things in place, but like, yeah, they're like, oh, it's out there. Yep. Go find it for yourself. It's like, just really frustrating. People who already are ignoring this on their day to day are not going to put in the effort to try to be better. Like, it, well, I mean, it's it's hard to <clears throat> it's hard to put resources into diversity and. Helping your workers that are of marginalized communities if you don't know the shit that they go through and you don't have the mental capacity to empathize because you're a sociopath. <laughs> I mean, are you really going to are you really going to um <clears throat> take away from Bobby Kotick's one hundred fifty five million dollar bonus to help I don't know people of color, women? No. Because you're white and you don't give a shit. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. QA is like it's always been known as like the most expendable position mm. and the downside of Activision Blizzard's pattern of use, dispose of, repeat for QA, the actual like tangible thing is that you don't have any seniors. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you just have exclusively juniors, and it's like, well, no shit if your QA is bad, because because you're literally treating them like like garbage. Yeah, it's like they get a six-month or a year contract, and it's like, well, we can hire someone else who's cheaper than you, goodbye. It's 
and it's important work. I mean, let's let's not let's okay, let's not forget Activision Blizzard in their um, record revenue like fiscal year, they laid off like the most employees. Yeah. And then the CEO Bobby Kotick got his hundred fifty five million dollar fucking bonus. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck off, man. <laughs> and it, that's just. That's just, like, the most corporate shit you can ever expect. Yep. Like, they're Amazoning the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, uh, actually, we're, we're not gonna give you a livable wage, and we're gonna have articles posted about how our workers have to cut back on their meals so they can pay rent. Right. While the CEO gets this bonus. Like... This is what people dream of. This is what people dream of having their job as. An absolute fucking nightmare, dude. Like, yeah. Like, like that's what it, what is the quote? Like, no ethical consumption under capitalism. Mm. This industry is terrible. It's trash. Do Why are better. we here? Because <laughs> I like video games. On, on the individual scale, I like video games. On the large scale, fuck everything. <laughs> yeah right right we should unionize that's all i'm saying that's all i want absolutely the games industry absolutely needs to unionize but folks how can they unionize when activision blizzard has hired the union busting firm known as wilmerhale yep to yep. you know good shit good shit like we'll help you guys out <laughs> uh, by destroying everything you stand for we're gonna right. we're gonna def we're gonna definitely listen to your demands for a more inclusive workplace with less harassment. Bobby Kotick says as he hires Wilmer Hale, hmm. the same place that has helped Amazon keep its workers from unionizing. So um, I I mean you might as well just like take out a machine gun and just shoot them all dead hmm. during the walkout, right? Like. Yeah, right? Anyways, video games, right? Yeah. Is that our news? Do yeah, that's to, our news. Do we, we want to talk about some fun anime now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Let's <laughs> things over with anime. <laughs> I, I wrote on the docket, uh, Nagatoro-san binged in two days. Best softcore porn I've seen in ages. Mm, agreed. <laughs> that's just a porn show. Remember yeah. in the podcast when you told me about it and I was like, Maggie, is this just a hentai? Are you just recommending a hentai on the podcast to me? And I fought you <laughs> dearly because I didn't want our listeners to realize that I was such a decrepit creep. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you said, no, it's it's actually a really good romance. Yes. It is a very good rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> like 20% of the time, but 80% of the time, it is just, it is straight up just like softcore femdom porn. In the first scene, when Nagatoro meets the senpai Ku, yeah. and just like tortures his dick mm -hmm. for like an entire episode, yep. and I'm getting physically uncomfortable because of how sexual this is. Yep. <clears throat> Holy shit. I actually for like for <laughs> and dear listeners for any kind of like for any kind of comparison, it really is just a straight twenty minutes of small girl like going like you're gonna cry a little bitch you're gonna cry to 
to, to, to tall boy for like 20 straight Christ. minutes and i'm like bro are you fucking kidding me this is the content people have asked for <laughs> well when he starts to cry her entire like disposition shifts and i'm like nice because you think she's gonna be like oh i'm so sorry but she's actually like and I'm like, good. She's like, <laughs> That's what no, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I typed in the in the group chat. Nagatoro makes me feel like I'm watching someone get fucking killed. Like she's just bleeding him dry. Like a serial killer tenderizing the victim before they slice open his throat and just watching. This is gruesome, with like a strong sexual undertone. I feel like I'm dying. I feel so bad for him. This is just a fucking hentai. I knew it. This is the most hardcore femdom porn I have ever <laughs> witnessed in my life. Maggie replies, this is the appropriate response, honestly. It's how I felt watching it, too. I wish it was hentai. There would be a really good payoff. Yeah. <laughs> I said by that. What? <laughs> and then and then, it's, and then he asks her for her name, and she writes it on his wet chest. Like, yeah. who does that? Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> like, that's what I would do if I was trying to smash. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, they're straight up, like, they're basically fucking in public. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, this great. anime feels like it is. It's actually great. Mm -hmm. This anime feels like a beginner's guide to masochism, but also common ground. And yeah. the anime is basically it, it's it it still is eighty percent like torture porn, but <laughs> but the twenty percent <laughs> is like their their slice of life adventures. As they slowly open up to each other and it becomes more of like a give and take relationship hmm. and her her friends who are also the gyarus will will like bully the senpai mm -hmm. and she gets like the murder death eyes because she's like no only i can bully him mm -hmm. that dick is mine yep <laughs> it's very good i love so, a possessive girlfriend yeah it's uh yeah it's it it certainly is a thing, and the the like the times when it is like a really when it is a really nice rom com, is when you can see that like, amidst all the bullying and torture porn, that in her own little way, in her own neuroatypical way, she is helping him to break out of his shell and do things that he normally wouldn't because he's scared of what other people think mm -hmm. and it's it's very sweet because out of his love for her his weird love yeah his weird stockholm syndrome-esque love <laughs> for her he does break out of his shell and do things that he wishes he could do before he met her mm. and because of her like weird bullshit <laughs> It's 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 nice. It's it is nice mm -hmm. when like sometimes she'll be like a like she'll have a semblance of like a human being, mm. and and then like right before like physically assaulting him. Yeah, well, but like in an adorable <laughs> anime ugu way, you know, because that's how the, <laughs> that's how girls are, right? Yeah, it's, obviously. You know, let's. You ever remember in high school when you played the when you played the game with your crush of, I'm going to, I'm gonna, guess where your nipples are. Yep. Yeah. Remember that game you played with your with your high school crush? What? Remember Calvin? Those <laughs> when we used to play guess where our nipples are. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> that was a classic yeah, okay. game. 
<laughs> a- a- Ashley, there is an episode where that is straight off what they do. It's like you're gonna get your index fingers and you're gonna poke the titty, and if you poke my nipples, then you get a prize. And I'm like, this is not what people do in school. Anime. Maybe not what you do in school, but I mean, hey. maybe not. Maybe, you know what? You're right. Maybe not what I do in school. I mean, fuck, fuck what I know, really. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Ijira naide Nagatoro-san. Don't don't bully me, Nagatoro-san. Mm. Um, would recommend if you can get past the physical pain of having your dick stepped on. <laughs> so I watched Haikyuu, which is the volleyball anime. Volley boys. And and I I finally got to the point where people would say that it gets good because there is there is uh, Hinata. The orange boy. He is very orange. <laughs> he is very Who orange. lets their son dye his hair that orange? Um, Depends in the family. Yeah, even his sister has that orange hair. Oh shit, yep. really? Oh, yeah. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm Jesus so fucking Christ. That's, sorry. That's just unfortunate. <laughs> it's cute though. He It's like a soft orange. It's not like uh, bleach orange. It's not, it's not like bright like Naruto, like Cheeto dust head. <laughs> yeah, orange. right? It's like... um. No, no, it's like soft. It looks like it's it's it looks like you would pet him and be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I okay. So the the show where I the the point in the show where I like physically screamed out loud yes, yes. at the at at the screen when it became peak sports anime mm-hmm. is um is is when they're doing like a, a training session because at this point in the show it's like. Because you caused a big stink in the volleyball room, you're base you're you're banned from the team unless you can defeat these boys in a three on three, which is <laughs> yep. the most sports anime scenario yeah, I can yeah. ever think about. And I'm and I'm watching this with Louise, and they're like, "Why is everyone? Why the fuck is everyone taking everything so seriously? <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's just holding a volleyball <laughs> on this one shot for like twenty seconds." And I'm like, "Cause the sports anime used to be bitch. You ever seen Hajime no Ippo, where they have jet engine noises come out of a body blow, and then the and then the commentator who speaks exclusively in English goes body bro. Oh my god." Yeah. That's just sports it's anime. Just sports anime. <laughs> so so it shows it, it the the episodes show like the gradual um like the 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 character development and the relationship between Hinata and Kageyama, the king <laughs> of the court. And then and then you learn about his big emo volleyball backstory yeah. of like, oh, he would toss the ball, but no one would be there to spike it. Oh. <laughs> The tragic king and his subjects desert him. And I'm like, oh, Kageyama is so emo. For some fucking reason. But then, but then then they'll show you like a a huge montage of of Hinata going like, no, if you toss the ball, I'll always be there to spike it, no matter what. And it it shows the flashback of the same scene where it's like, Oh, back then, no one was there to follow up on the volleyball. But now, there's Hinata Shoyo's shimmering, beautiful boy face. Yeah. And you can count on him, Tobio Kageyama. You can trust him. He'll always be there to spike your balls. <laughs> Which, side and note. And then it... <laughs> yes. Just real quick. Why are, why are sports anime so romantic? They are always... 
sports are just very emotionally charged and especially when you have something that that's like a team thing mm. with characters that are very like obviously going to be shipped by middle school girls oh yeah yes me included yeah 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 it just exacerbates the uh it just exacerbates the entire thing really like it it's it starts with like really building up that oh kageyama's so he's so strong he's so powerful mm -hmm. no one can can stand next to him except for this little boy who tries really hard and has very strong legs and very bright hair and very bright hair and he and then he does the thing and and he closes his eyes and spikes the ball, and then the animators will have really, really strong anime lines and amazing <laughs> line work in that one shot, yeah. and it's like fucking beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the sound design, oh yeah, the shots, yeah, the composition. It's like oh, yeah, you really, you you really, you really um properly illustrate the intensity of a of an anime volleyball match it's so good. so good also i want to just point out that in the uh current 2020 olympics in the uh volleyball section between uh games and like rests they played high cue music during those oh so oh, wow. beautiful i love it so much oh wow so yeah, yeah uh high good and <laughs> i just I, I love how ridiculous it is it'll be like like he'll Hinata will get a ball like tossed at him and he's like this is nothing compared to the old ladies that I trained with. <laughs> yeah. That is so cute though. Oh Hinata's pure, bean sprout, very sweet, very wholesome. He is he is very he is a very sweet boy. On the other side of the on, on the on the other side of the coin, I watched more Evangelion, and I yeah. am in the last uh, handful of episodes. I'm oh like shit! Episode now. Hell yeah. Okay. Have 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 you finished it, Maggie? Yeah, I'm I'm fully I'm fully done with this shit. Okay, we've been doing like two episodes like every day now since the shit happened. I mean, and like... there's like a hard point where yeah. this anime just turns like full psychological <laughs> horror, and I'm like, wait. Wait, what? Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. I'm gonna do... We're not gonna, like, distinctly spoil anything. But, um... Hmm. There, there is a point in Evangelion where, um... A door is opened. Yeah. Figuratively and literally. <laughs> and you see something, and you're like, What the fuck am I looking at? I'm gonna put a, a spoiler warning here, just for the, uh, up to episode 20 of Evangelion. So, don't listen! <laughs> if you want to do that. I mean, this is an anime that has been out for god knows how long. 95? Mm -mm -mm. So, it's your own damn fault, honestly. Fair. <laughs> and I'm glad that I've been able to get this far, unspoiled. Mm. So, you see Adam, and you're like, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hello? And then the credits play, and I'm like, no! <laughs> no! Like, <laughs> fists clenched. Like, you can't just do that shit. And every single episode after that is like, yeah, we're just gonna drop these bombs, and you're gonna deal with it, you little bitch. Yeah. And... Um... And then it'll be like, 
oh no, the Ava ran out of battery. And I'm like, okay, so it's a robot, so it shouldn't be able to move, right? No, you stupid bitch, <laughs> says Neon Genesis Evangelion to me, the viewer. As, like, in the first fight, it's like, he just blacked out, and then apparently the Ava tore apart uh, Sachiel, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. What? What is the, the, what is the Ava? And then it takes, like, a huge hit, and there's blood, and I'm like, this is a robot, it's not a robot, it's a robot, <laughs> but, like, it's a, a electricity, but wh why is there meat on the robot? Why do robot have blood? Why do robot have why meat? Why do robot, why do robot have meat have blood? <laughs> Anime, please. Why do robot Hello? have meat have blood? And then, and then the, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a real big stretch here. And I turn to Louise and I'm like, I think they might all be their moms. <laughs> just a, just a real, just, just a big stretch, but I'm gonna just take a wild swing in the dark and be like, what if they're all just their moms? Like all of them. What if they're what if they're all your mom? And that's why the there's like some real huge like there's some womb allegories. There's like when when Shinji merges with Ava Zero One and it's like all the all the women in his life, and I'm like, this is this is obviously like a mom thing, right? I am so fucked up from this show because before the birth of Nerve, I was like I think I think I'm piecing some things together. You know, robot is mom made out of the the atom to put yep. the the meat together. <laughs> you know, you just, yep. they just put a bunch of meat together into a robot shape and then put the the robot skin on top of the meat skin. Yeah, and and yeah, easy. You know, it's it's. I think I'm understanding these things. It's fine. <laughs> You're trying to control an angel, so you you have the the batteries that power the restraints and not actually the robot because it's a meat person thing alien mm -hmm. angel mm -hmm. and then the, when the battery runs out it doesn't power down no it's just the restraint right that's why it turns into Easy. a weird crazy bullshit monster <laughs> and they can't control it and it just starts eating the other angel and i'm like okay that's a little bit weird but you know i can roll with it you know it's fine. It, it's fine. It's fine. And then Shinji gets the 400% synchronization rate and just like just turns into soup. Yeah. And I'm like, alright, maybe I'm understanding things a little bit less than what I did before. <laughs> maybe just a little bit. And then the birth of Nerve happens and it's like, alright, I've officially, like, I know nothing now. Everything that I thought I knew, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, it's almost <laughs> as if the show was like, you think you're smart, huh? <laughs> you, you stupid, stupid bitch. Yeah, Evangelion is very good at that, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a secret, Trusu. Um, because of the way Evangelion is made, like literally, I think once you open that door, once you see Adam, every yeah. actually, you know what? I think it's from Soup. I think once he becomes Soup, but every movie Bless. is a different ending. So, ah, just you finishing this again. This is just ending A. It is. It doesn't explain anything. 
and it of kind course of, it doesn't <laughs> okay well maybe okay maybe it'll explain a couple of things for you but by the end of it i assure Holy you shit. you will leave it feeling like am i stupid you're not you're not stupid <laughs> <laughs> you're not stupid um you gotta watch the movies you gotta read through the fucking like reddits you gotta watch the oh, whole show uh, oh. And oh, then, yeah. and then maybe you'll be all like, "Okay, cool. Like, I think I get it. All right, cool. You're not dumb. <laughs> You're not dumb. I, I just want you to know that." I've, I've like, okay. Whenever I finish like a good piece of media, and I'm like, "Oh, that was really good." Then I go on TV tropes. This is the most I'm going to go on TV tropes I have ever felt ever in my life about <laughs> any piece of media. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much shit in this show that I'm like, uh, wait, can we just like? Can we just take like maybe two, three, five steps back and just talk about that? And the show's like, no, fuck you. And then they just go, they just give me more bullshit. And I'm like, oh, what? Holy, holy fuck. And I'm just drowning in like mom robot juice. Like, I don't, I have no fucking idea what's going on. And I think I love it. Fair. I think it's, it's great. <laughs> See, that was me. Like, my, my, I could not understand a single thing. So I ended it and I'm like, well. Time to uh, pretend that didn't happen and move on. I do not care about looking anything up or understanding. I'm like, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's reasonable. Also, Trissy, so, I um, have to... Yes. Your methods of watching anime is fucking atrocious. <laughs> I, what? What do you mean? I, I have been gone from this podcast for weeks. And you are still watching yes. the exact same thing. When yeah. an update for me for anime, it's gonna be yeah. I binge watched the last three seasons. Here's what I enjoyed. Like yeah, it's been months, months. Just finish it already. Oh my god. Like you're like you know what? Oh no, no, no. Because no. you're like I'm gonna have a haiku update. I'm like oh no, I still haven't watched the last season. Am I gonna be spoiled? No, you're like on episode what four? Like honestly, <laughs> Jesse, when you said that you were like oh I finally got to the point where it's good, and then you fucking talk about the first three on three match with the even part of the yes. fucking volleyball team. Right? Yet. I'm like what? I'm like okay, I guess. I wild, okay. wild. My 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 process. Yes. Is because anime is like a couple thing that I do. Okay. With my partner during right. like meal times. So we'll sit down and we'll watch. That's the, literally the only reason I haven't binged all of Evangelion and every single movie. Okay? Because if I watched that shit by myself, I would straight up go insane. That's fair. Yeah. That's reasonable. But that being said, get yourself a, a single anime. Don't get yourself a couple anime. <sighs> but it's. <laughs> fair. <sighs> Okay, Haikyuu, okay, Nagatoro was my single anime. Okay, and then you binged that in two days! I did, I destroyed it in two days. And okay, Haikyuu, okay, maybe it's because I'm stretching myself too thin. I'm watching Dr. Stone, Jojo Part 5, and Haikyuu as, like, my single animes, and it's... Okay, well, first of all, Dr. Stone is, like, total, maybe 40 episodes, so just binge it and get it done with. Jojo Part (laughs) 5 is part five of an entire fucking series. I know you're rewatching it, so just like take a step. It's fine. And Haikyuu is such a fucking trek. Like it's a popcorn oh, yeah. anime. You like throw it on and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, what am I doing over here? Perfect, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you don't need to be <laughs> fully invested in Haikyuu. Ashley is just like <laughs> holding back tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's actually the greatest piece of art made by man. I, I, I love it so much. It's insane how much I love that anime. I'll come back to it every time and be like, this is still fucking slaps. And I have so much art of the, the characters. Like, the only thing I've ever cosplayed was Haikyuu. Like, I just, a little heart eyes. And you're yeah. like, I've watched more of it. Yeah. And you're, like, you're still like, so, so <laughs> at the beginning. I'm like, no, just more. Give me more. Alright, let's take yeah. some questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay, so this uh, one comes from Jan in Ottawa. <laughs> hey! Oh, um, cool. And Jan Jan writes, Hot Pot Crew, thanks so much for always being a light in the darkness. Love you. Aww. Keep going. And what would be the theme song of your the life? theme song of my life? Uh... That's a hard question. Um, Hajime no Ippo The Rising? <laughs> That's pretty fucking good! <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Fuck, okay, in that case... Um, yeah? Honestly, this is gonna sound lame as shit, but I think Sloppy Seconds by Watsuki. Because that's the... Like, it's such, like, a chill, like, hey, everything's gonna be okay. Like, even though you're used, even though you're, like, you've been through it, you're fine. So, like, it hits me in those moments where, like, something happens and you're like, yeah, I guess this is the wrap for the episode. And then, like, you're sort of smiling and it's, like, dusk almost. And then you look over to the sunset and you're like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? That good. sounds pretty good. Yeah. Hold on. Sloppy Days? What? Oh, sloppy Seconds <laughs> by Watson. Sloppy Seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's either Sloppy Seconds or it's The Man by The Killers, because that song is, like, it's absolutely not about doing well or being productive or being a good person, but it's very much, like, showboating like you are. Mm. So, uh, that's yeah, that's it. It's those two. The Man by The Killers or Sloppy Seconds by Watsi. That's a pretty good song. Right? That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, if I have a song that's, like, not <laughs> an anime thing. Because, I mean, I, I know there are some people who are like, man, fuck this Japanese bullshit. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, while you think, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. For, for the happy times, I'm going to go with a very new song that I found called Long Way Home. Which is literally just being like, let's take the long Ooh. route home so we can enjoy the time together more. And it's just, it's good times. It's like, upbeat. Um, did I say who that was by? Long Way Home uh, by Lucas and Steve, comma, Deep End. Um, That's cute. I like that. We wanted to do a little more of the quote-unquote depressed uh, route. Um, World's Smallest Violin <laughs> by AJR. Okay. It's not a depressing song, That's but the lyrics one. of it is good. It's basically like, I have the smallest of problems, but I need a therapist. Please help me. So... I fucking like I fucking like that song. It is so a very much. good song. It's a jam. That, that fucking end piece, like HR is really good at doing like a really like almost uh yes. huge crescendo at the ends of their songs, and you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Yeah, it's like it's really I good. It. Also, just uh, a c casual um song recommendation that I also recently found. Listen to Strawberry Sunscreen by Lost Boy Crow. It is very good. I love it so much. Super cute. I'm gonna write that oh. down. Okay, I know I said I was gonna do not Japanese stuff, but uh, Odd Taxi's theme song. Oh, that's good. It's like it's like so fucking good. 
Hell yeah. Okay, so English songs. Yes. Do uh, you have any? <laughs> yes, yes. The song Home by Cave Town. Oh, okay. And um, It's Alright by Mother Mother. Mm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Because I'm because I have severe clinical depression. In case you didn't like know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> you clinical depression? No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. Oh, that's how it is, isn't it? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I take the medicine to feel normal. Oh, good, good. I'm glad that you're feeling nor nor normal, quote unquote. Um. So thank you so much, Jan, for asking about the, uh, the songs for our life. Love, love you. So happy to see you. Have fun in Ottawa. Thanks, Hope it's not too thanks. hot. Um, thanks, Jan. Wait, is that it? We're not taking any more? Did you want to do another one? I I mean, we have Ashley here. All right. Okay, let's do this. This one I feel like is going to be a little long. So. Oh. Okay. 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 Ready? <sighs> okay. This one comes from Adam in Georgia. I, I don't know if that's the country or the state, so or is it the city? I don't know. Anyways. We don't um, know what America is. I don't I don't know a single America. Uh so Adam, thanks so much for this question. Um it's literally just the question. So it says What is the craziest slash most daring thing that you've ever done? Uh, not much. Uh, once I shoplifted a Bakugan from Walmart when I was like ten. Wow. <laughs> it, 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 it was out of the packaging, and so it was just like sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, all right, I'll take this Dragonoid," mm -hmm. and I just took it and put it in my pocket, and then like I walked home, and I had that little like little tiny feeling of guilt in the back of my head and there were like police cars driving past like my oh. house and like, they're on to me oh, no. but i don't think they were actually like on to me because yeah. like who cares yeah for real literally who gives a shit right that's cute yeah there, there, there's like the fucking fbi like listening to this right now they're like we found her <laughs> <laughs> after 10 years after <laughs> we finally figured it out oh my god we did it hilarious oh my god That'd be really like, good they up. immediately start knocking on my door and just, like, shoot me on sight. <laughs> good thing they knocked first. Very polite. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> like, excuse me, is, uh, is the lady right. at the house home? And just like, oh yeah, it's me. And they just, like, kick down the door after it's already been opened yeah. politely. <laughs> that's, that's probably not the most, like, daring thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's definitely the first one that came to mind, though. Well, that's, that's uh, fine, too, I suppose. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the most daring uh, thing I've ever done. No, I've you know, like I've done like coaster. the the standard Don't... things of like cliff jumping and such. Wow! Holy but, like, shit! That's not standard, that. Ashley. No, they don't. Maybe if you live in fucking Alberta and British Columbia, but not here <laughs> yeah. in Ontario. I mean, I don't. Maybe do if the... you're some fucking hick loser that like, just jumps <laughs> off cliffs for fun. I mean, it's in the water. It's great. It's so much. I've never gone from the very top, which other people have. One of my friends did, and he was like, "It fucking hurts. Never again." I'm like, "Yep, that's the reason why I go off the the little bit smaller ones." That's but. Oh no. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I feel like that's such a common thing here. We do it like every year. That's cute. Yeah. Also, uh, more daring than crazy. I stood up to a middle-aged white man who was yelling at a homeless guy, and that fucking gave me a heart attack. So, <laughs> Whoa, holy shit. Yeah, 
That was that's probably yeah, that's the fair. most heart racing thing I've ever done. <laughs> that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, mm. People who get upset at homeless people are like probably the worst kind of people. Yeah, absolute yeah. dicks. Um, I've gotten into fights before. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've gone sketching, which is where you hold on to a car what? and it drags you. Which like you what either the like fuck? like on go the skateboarding floor? or oh no, you like, you're like <laughs> oh, okay, holy shit, or, that's a lot better. <laughs> like uh, a bike or whatever, but it was just me in boots on snow, just holding on to the car. There's that. That sounds, that sounds fun in Canadian. That does sound fun in Canadian, yeah. I I had a friend in in high school that was very much about seizing the day, which was fine, but I was a giant prude, so she convinced me to <laughs> live my best life. But I, having been raised in a very traditional cultural household, had no idea what that meant. So I wore really short shorts and a huge mm. sweater, and we went fence hopping and walked along train tracks and i got cool. caught on the fence oh no and that's cool almost oh, no. got tetanus <laughs> oh no fun it like had a Holy huge shit. gash in the back of my thigh because of these fucking stupid shorts and she was like have you never hopped a fence why are you such a loser and i was like uh yeah i don't i don't do this <laughs> i've never done this before <laughs> whoops I think that that might, that might be the craziest thing I've ever done because I was doing something dumb. But <laughs> wow, that's so wild and quirky. <laughs> I nearly got tetanus insane. for being irresponsible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't listen. This is the wrong crowd for crazy, daring things. Uh, you ever like walk your dog and your dog finds people fucking in the park? No, because my dog smells people and, and cries. <laughs> It's like no, please, oh, okay. I can't handle that. Well, that's that's totally unrelated to what we've we're talking about. Anyways, uh, <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Are we done? I I think we're good. If you yeah. have questions, <laughs> concerns, uh, if you want to call us out for being awful, awful degenerates, being absolutely crazy children, or shoplifting from Walmart, uh, do so by contacting <laughs> us at hotpodcastmail <laughs> at gmail dot com. That again is hotpodcastmail at gmail dot com. The link is in the description think we're good to wrap because we've been doing this for two and a half hours <laughs> all right i'm gonna eat breakfast now breakfast i'm going to Trucy. go into the sunshine yeah breakfast. you're gonna you're gonna it's walk fine. i had like out. a whole i had a whole pot of coffee and it was it was all right so i'm gonna make some bagels now Trucy, please yeah, i inconspicuously ate french toast during the recording no one even knew. What the fuck? I, you know what? I didn't know. I also ate uh, a sandwich and some peanuts during the recording, but I think you might have what? caught on. You guys are so, you guys are so good at stealth doing things. Uh, good old mute button. You know what? It we say that, but when I when I edit this, every time I find something, I'll be like, Ashley, I heard you. <laughs> Just point it out. Be like, wow, I can't believe this. <laughs> Well, I sure hope you don't find that clip of me just taking a fat piss <laughs> during, during the blizzard stuff. Can you fucking imagine? Like, it's not muted. I'm just, like, talking away. And you're just like, hey, Louise, how's it going? Mind if I just piss here? Thanks. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just pissing in there. <laughs> on the floor. Well, I meant, just against the I wall. I meant perfect. Like, if you... <laughs> We walked through the room, pale the wall. No. Anyways, bye. <laughs> <laughs>